been to jail. I have been raped and beaten many times by men, heterosexual men, that do not belong in the homosexual shelter. But do you do anything for them? No, you all tell me to go and hide my tail between my legs. I will not no longer put up with this shit. I have been beaten. I have had my nose broken. I have been thrown in jail. I have lost my job. I have lost my apartment for gay liberation. And you all treat me this way? What the fuck's wrong with you all? Ciao. 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 My name is and I'm the host of the Evolve Talk. Welcome to yet another exciting episode of the Evolve Talk. You are listening to the voice of Sylvia Rivero, a trans woman activist in the 1969 Stonewall riots. Well, it's an introduction to what exactly we will be talking about today. Today, um, we are talking about pride. And every year during the month of June, the LGBTQR plus community celebrates in a number of different ways across the globe. Various events are held during this special month as a way of recognizing the influence of the LGBTQI plus people that we have around the world. Why was June chosen? Um, Because it is when the Stonewall riots took place way back in 1969. As well as being a month long of celebration, Pride Month is also an opportunity to peacefully protest and raise political awareness of current issues facing the community. Well, this year, for obvious reasons, we could not um, do most of the parades and protests that we can but obviously the internet has been one of the platforms that we have been using and i've had interviews uh of which i'm taking you into interview with mondi uh edwin and junior uh, also the snippet of an interview that will be released later um with ezra enjoy enjoy that we want as we want acceptance, we want visibility, we want to be out, they want to be mainstreamed, whereas mm-hmm. we don't want certain queer queer individuals, certain queer identities not to be mainstreamed as well. You know Hi. 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 Uh, <laughs> how are you? We good. We're great. Thank We're you so much for having us. Yeah, thank oh, you. Welcome, so to, welcome to the House of Evolve. Yeah. No, nice. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Okay, uh, we'll start from Mondi. Mondi, how are you? I'm fantastic. Um, you know what? I thank you so much. My name is Mondi. I, mm. you know, I'm a f- filmmaker, writer, mm. and a presenter, and a queer activist, and I I identify as a gay man. Yes. And uh, it's an honor to, to get to be amongst you all. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, Edwin? Oh, my name is Edwin. I'm a black trans man <laughs> with mm-hmm. 
fluid personality ready to engage into educational spaces like this one yes. and i'm uh, great to be in this platform thank you nice to meet you nice to meet you junior uh, hi hi uh, i'm like a junior uh, from the hey. uh, doing bachelor of commerce in accounting mm-hmm. i'm the founding director of our black women organization and also the univ lgbti coordinator yeah Celebration and acceptance rainbow flags are hoisted high, droves rush to to parades, and LGBTQ plus identifying people, allies, adorn their best uh, pride regalia. But it's also a time to honor the people who have paved the way for gay rights activism like Sylvia Rivera and Masha P. Johnson. It has been very nice, hey, to have such celebrations this year as well, but obviously for obvious reasons, actually, we can't go out and celebrate. But I also want to know from you guys, what does this Pride Month mean to each of you guys? We'll start from how you guys have introduced yourself every time we, we pose a question. Um, you know what, for me, Pride has always been such a great day for me to get to celebrate who I am. Mm. And to think that when it first began, it was some, somewhat of a protest. And, and it, it, it's actually, I, I think it's amazing to know, to look at how far we've come as a community yes. and to be able to, 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 to stand together. It's something that I don't take for granted. Yeah. And I think the more we start having conversations and the more we start um, engaging within the community, I think the wider we open the community and the more or we allow ourselves to infiltrate into the heteronormative world. So I, yeah. I, I, I think for me, pride is, is, is a time for celebration, but it's also a time to acknowledge the fact that we're still fighting certain battles yeah. today and, and that we should not fail to acknowledge that. True, true, true. Mm. All right. Um, for me, Pride Month means um, it's basically a month where you embrace your authentic self. Um, yeah. It gives you the sense of belonging and knowing that you exist and you have brothers and sisters that you coexist with because we live mm. in a world that is constantly reminding us that, you know, you're not anybody, you're not supposed to be, that is constantly boxing us. But to know that mm. you have that can embrace something that you are with, that's magic. That's uh, great. So Pride Month is important for us to embrace who we are and fully mm. join that also agrees into who we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Junior? Oh, um, as for the Pride Month, uh, um, is a month where by like one has to to stand true to themselves, to be their true vision of themselves, mm-hmm. and embrace sexuality regardless of what uh we are facing in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh that's that's, uh, that's what Pride Month means to you. Well, well, I'm not sure if you guys know there is a difference between sexuality and gender identity. Did you guys know that? Yeah, we did definitely. I think I think a lot of the times it's it, a lot of people get so confused mm, mm. and they don't they don't understand the difference between the two. And even when you Google it, it doesn't give you such a defined <laughs> yes. answer. Yeah, you know, I I always look forward to hearing how people define it for me. Mm. You know, because mm. I feel like even the way that I define it for myself, it's still I feel <laughs> that I'm uncertain in some way. So mm. it'll be quite interesting to find out how you guys view it define as well. Define it. How do you define yeah. it yourself? 
I, I think for me, sexuality is sexual orientation, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and gender is is what I've grown to understand as male and female. But that that doesn't necessarily have to be binded within that binary. Mm-hmm. Um, there's transgender, there's intersex, and so people. So that's don't gender understand. identity. Yeah, yeah that gender okay. identity. Okay. So that's that's the two difference that I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, the others. With me, I wouldn't say that. Um, I really uh, took it into consideration to like, now that you're talking about it, um, I'm starting mm. to get the idea. It's like, you have trans people. I think that will be gender identity. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, um, mm. Yes, yes. Trying to identify between uh, the two genders, that will be a gender identity. But um, mm. or sexuality, I think it's who you personally find attractive or who you want to date yeah. with. I'm Sure, I'm not really sure, but mm. that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. No, you, you, you're on the right. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Juju. Yeah. Um. As for me, I think uh, sexuality. It um, who you like. You are um, pardon, you are emotionally, physically, and sexually um attracted to. Mm. And as for gender, it's like who you you personally. Uh, pursue yourself or see yourself as mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay um so from my point of view sexuality right is who you're yeah. attracted to as you guys have mentioned like it's who mm-hmm. you're attracted to and gender identity has nothing to do with your sexuality yeah. actually like yes. a lot of people don't know that gender identity they don't. has nothing to do with your sexuality because you could be a trans woman or a trans man um let me give you a, a clear example. Yeah. Let me accept a, cl- a clear example. So you identify as a trans man, right? So yeah. It means that you are coming from female to male. Yeah. Um, and you are attracted to women. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm, and sometimes it doesn't mean that you're just mm. attracted. You can also be attracted to, to men. men. I, mean, trans- I wanted to say yes. men, actually. Yes. Like you're attracted to men yes. before you transition. So now when you transition, yes. there's an expectation yeah. of that. Because you have transitioned to being male, now you have to be attracted to women. True. Yes, yes. True. That's, yes. So that yeah. is the misconception of the gender, uh, gender, with gender and sexuality. That is what people actually don't understand most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm glad you guys have... Uh, have an understanding of 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 it eh? yeah no okay. that's really important i think a lot of the uh, times i think the difficult thing is that we don't have the the the, the words in in our own vernacular languages and i think yeah. for me that that's that's one thing that i wish we could find we could start uh, finding ways to have a language that people can understand in the african yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah what do you guys think about that what just what mundi just said because i feel like that is something oh, what he just said like uh yeah it's really great uh, i think he said everything that we could have possibly said i feel <laughs> like that's why we were all naughty, like yeah yeah all the time <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> so i i want I, I want i want us to 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 t- I want to take you to a moment in time wherein you had went through a um, discrimination for who you are. Do you remember any moments in time or you could go back in time and just picture that time wherein you had to be discriminated just because of your sexual, um, your sexuality or your gender identity? You know, for me, 
Um, I, you know how I even came, uh, became the gay superhero and people mm, know me as the gay mm, superhero and, and all of that. Mm, and how I even came to that, it was, it was from a very traumatic experience when I, I'm from a small mm, town and a, I lived outside a village, that yeah. small town in a small village called Gauliti yeah. village in Limpopo. Yeah. And mm. uh, growing up in the, in, in that community, you experience so much oppression. Yeah. I'm, I'm, mm. and, and this is largely due to the fact that people don't understand or they've never been exposed to, 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 to a person of that identity yes, and yes. Um, it, it was it was very 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 difficult for me and uh, mm. I got bullied extensively mm. to a point where I used to get beat up and harassed after school and and to a point where I wanted to take my own life and I, and I, I like sharing this story because I feel as though that when mm. I share it people people will be able to relate to it because mm. you know, it was a very traumatic experience for me mm. to be able to experience what I experienced but I was somehow able to turn that into into light and, mm. and say to myself mm. Since when I grew up outside in a small town and I didn't have a gay superhero, I'm going to call myself yeah. a gay superhero because mm-hmm. hopefully mm-hmm. somebody will be able to see me and they'll be able to identify with that and they can say, mm. I too am not alone. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's visibility. Mm. 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 Oh, uh, I think I'm next. Yeah, so like uh, with me, I will say that um, gender identity has been very hard. It's not just an easy yes. thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of the time, people think that uh, they confuse the two. So you appear mm-hmm. as a gender, a transgender man or woman before the medical transition. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all people just see is maybe one of the people that are maybe a gay, lesbian. They just see you as being part of those. Between so the you two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. uh, finding spaces that are inclusive of who you are, starting off mm-hmm. first with university you go to male residences female residences mm. and even the ones that are more like you know what we are accommodating you guys they're not really accommodating like it's like they are partially accommodating who you are they're not really mm. fully- they, it's like we are constantly faced with uh, spaces that do not acknowledge that there is uh, trans people there is such people mm. so it's a very hard journey for me i don't think that um I've ever came into a space whereby I will feel like, you know what, there's no discrimination. I don't have to explain myself forward. Mm. So like, mm. so hard. It's so hard. It's been there in schools, mm. it's been there in universities, I think even in workplaces, but I'm, I'm not yet. I'm, I don't know. I'm not there yet. But yeah. So you fear, you fear that it will happen also in the workplace? I think so. I think so. Mm. The mm. more we are like the more silent voice. It's like people don't know mm. that. Um, mm. It's like they don't think we exist. It's like it's an imagination thing. So if you come mm. out as strong, people going to think of you as either of the sexual orientations that are already there with how mm. people prefer with how people the prefer men. Yeah. So it's really hard to exist in a place whereby you do not assume you are not as an existing person. You understand? Mm. It's really hard. Mm. Junior? AA? Um, a moment in time wherein you face discrimination. I, I think we lost you at some time. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Um, it's the year 2018. Uh, I really can't forget that year. Mm. It was at school or in class. Like, um, I really think that teacher for what he has done to me because like he made me to be the better version of myself to be he made me to be proud of myself. Mm. Because the thing that uh happened in class like um he was the mathematics teacher. 
to give us a day in day out and then they like you um three people to come in um and uh, and write their their answers on the board mm. and there will be there will be a portion for guys and the portion for girls mm. and the portion for those who don't and for portion for of those who don't know themselves mm. and i was the only guy in class mm. so that um that made like um it was something to to kind of like humiliate me oh my god mm-hmm. but uh wow. little, little did he know that uh um, mm. he's not uh but he's building me. That's why today I'm the best and better version of myself that I was before. So wow, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's really good. How how did you feel at that time when that was happening to you? Uh, at that time, it was hard. Seriously, it was hard because mm. I think I, I even have to start to have a decider thought mm-hmm. of just taking myself because like mm. uh, it was hard to kind of like take um the pain that I was enduring in class day in, day out. Mm. I think, I think as, 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 as people in the LGBTQ community, we go through the most, especially from places where in the visibility is not that as much because you become the first person that they get to see most of the TV. And now when they have to see it, like in real life, they're like, Oh, Okay. You know, we don't really understand what's going on with you. Um, mm. I, I, for me, I think it was mostly when I had to be in varsity because, you know, varsity, yeah. they force you, they put you in boxes rather. Like there's a male residence, there's a female residence. So you find yeah, yourself yeah. in the residence that you do not uh, affirm as. And now when yeah. you have to say, no, I, I actually don't belong here. I, 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 I'm this. They don't understand that. In a sense. Yeah. So I had to even go through rape at some point because of staying in a place where I don't affirm. Oh, wow. That's, so that that's, is wow. Mm, mm. I had that's, to go through rape two times, two times in mm. the residence where I was mm. supposed to feel safe, but I could not feel safe because I just didn't affirm any people around that place because I, 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 I literally, um, I literally, I, read, I transitioned at school. Like I started transitioning at school because when I was home, I didn't understand anything about transgenderism or yeah. anything about. So uh, when I left to to to, to varsity, that's the only place like that. Okay, I think there's like I, I relate to a lot of people. I relate to when uh, I started speaking to people. I was like, okay, this is something I relate with. This is something mm-hmm. I relate with. So that's when I started opening my eyes, and that's when things started to change. But now. It was too late, sort of, because I was already assigned in a male residence. Yeah, yeah. So oh, wow. it was it was already hard to say that. Oh, like we tried to say, okay, yeah. now this person is 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 transitioning, and and and, and hi, it was just a fight that we did not win, yeah. but yeah, we tried. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you know, I appreciate the fact that you were fighting and uh. you 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 were you were able to stand up for yourself. I think some sometimes not everybody has the courage to be able to stand up for themselves like yeah. the that you did. Yeah. So I, I appreciate and I commend you for being able to 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 stand up for yourself in the way that you did yeah. because uh. you you become a representation for other people that were unable to. Uh. Uh. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I, I love this. 
this quote by Dominique Jackson. She said, mm-hmm. I will never ask any of you for respect. Um, she said, I will demand it. I will not wow. tell you, wow. will not tell me that you accept me, you will not tell me that yeah. you tolerate me. That is not your power, and I take yeah. that from you. You will respect yeah. me for who I am. I was like, mm. Yes, girl. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I saw that powerful. video and I loved it so much. Powerful. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yes, I am living for that quote because wow. We are mm-hmm. out here wanting acceptance from everyone, but it's not their power. Let's not give. It's not really their power. Literally, yes. So it's not. I I really love that quote. Um, yeah. So so so, what does it mean for you to to be black and queer? What does it mean to be black and queer? <laughs> to be black and queer means to be powerful. Mm-hmm. to be strong, to be resilient, mm-hmm. to be confident, you know, regardless of all the things that you face along the way, because there are so many structures mm-hmm. within the upbringing yeah. of a queer black child. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, there are so many, so many, so many things that you have to deal with. If it's not culture, if it's not religion, it's the system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to be able to defy the odds, mm-hmm. you know, I, I simply think being black and queer is being resilient, being powerful, and truly defying the odds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful. You know what? Um, I would just say he finished it all because, like, um, <laughs> when he was just it was part of things that I wanted to say because um, when you think about being um, uh, queer and black, and black, sorry, it's about you being in the survival feat. Like uh-huh. you must know that you must survive because it's not uh, easy for you. You must know that you yes. are not only just fighting a fight against you identifying who you are and being accepted. Uh-huh. You also fight, fighting stuff like if you see in America, Black Lives Matter, and then you know that you are previously disadvantaged, especially if let's say you are in the gender identity road. Yes, uh, paying for your medical transitions and everything, it's gonna be hard for you. Uh-huh. And given that there are people that don't even understand you for who you are. So it's really just um, being brave, being bold, uh-huh. knowing that you're going to survive this world. So uh-huh. like it's it's what I can say. Like he said it all, honestly speaking. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. well, well, in this house, ne, what what the rules of this house? We need to ask each other our our pronouns. It's very important to not um, misgender or use the the yes, wrong definitely. the wrong pronouns. So I think it was something that we should have actually started with. Or what's your pronouns? Yeah. So that when we we communicate, we we know how to com- to, to 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 communicate with each other effectively. So I am okay. she, right? She or her? Okay. Okay, Edwin. Okay. I, I am he and him. Okay. I am he. Yes. I am he. Okay. Okay. Junior. And then uh, I don't confirm to gender names, but I refer to to me using my name. Oh, wow. I love so that. it's for your name. You use your name. Yeah. Junior, you better, better use my name. Okay. 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 Yes, I love that. <laughs> right, Junior. <laughs> that, that's, that's great. Uh, uh, what does it mean to be black and cure, Junior? Oh, like, uh, seriously, uh, you guys have have said it all seriously because mm. like um being black and being queer like it's uh being the best vision of yourself when like um it's hard to be one mm. it's being able to to raise your head up when it's hard mm. to do so yeah like yeah. you guys have said it all mm. yeah. yeah 
I, I think it, it it's really hard in the community we're in already like being black on its own it's 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 hard like being black on its yeah. own without without yeah. including the L, being part of the LGBTQ community it's hard on its own but now being black and on top of that having another struggle I feel like it's <sighs> it's, it's it's just too much it's just a lot that needs to happen and you come out very strong because it's the survival of the fetus just like how you guys are saying it it's surviving and surviving and surviving you learn to survive you learn to mm. to 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 you learn a lot of stuff along your journey man just by yeah. all these things that are happening around you and yeah. do you guys think that there is enough information about the LGBTQ community uh, i think maybe we can take it back to when you were growing um do you think there was enough information for you to actually know that oh this is what I probably relate with, or this is who I see myself as. Um, you know what? There wasn't. Mm. And that's the hurtful part about it. It's like not even life orientation mm. had representation that like, represented me. Yeah. And, you know, being a small town boy and, 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 and a small town gay boy and trying to find that and being a village gay boy and trying to find mm. that that identity and that representation and it, not finding it can really can really set you on a path where you are you, you're trying to find yourself mm. you know? mm. and, and and that and that can be really really difficult so and i think when i think about my my childhood i i i, I try to trace how different i was i remember this one time i i i also and i was just playing she caught me and i, was, I remember how embarrassed mm curious about my identity and I was trying to figure out different mm. you know different different ways to express it and I didn't know how to because there mm. wasn't there wasn't any kind of information that I had access yeah. to yeah. and technology yeah. wasn't yeah. easily accessible at that time so mm. there were so many challenges that I that I faced along the way and to be able to to have come this far in my life and mm. it's something that I don't mm. take for granted and yeah. I think it's, it's 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 disheartening when you think about it now mm. 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 Well, I don't think there is information at all with reference to my case. I think I had to uh. myself where I am today. Uh, I feel like information, even if there is, it's not easily accessible, like he said. I mean, yeah. uh, coming from uh, rural areas, you know nothing about trans people, about whoever. You, you don't know nothing. You are constantly being taught against you, against who you mm. are. Every information you're getting is about hating who you are. So literally any mm. positive information about nurturing who you are, making you who you are, and being accepting of yourself, it's not there. You do not even have your face with realities that are not really representing you like it's mm. growing up maybe in a church or growing up uh in a family that is religious and really talking about such is none of the things that they really want to encourage and sometimes it's who you are so i feel like mm. it's, yeah it's not really there um, did um, you have anyone that you looked up to um, like from your your gender identity while growing up no, I didn't. Um, the first person that I started seeing, I don't know if you guys know of that. There was a third degree um, uh. and then they invited a trans man. But I almost thought that that was impossible. I thought, what believe uh. that comes from a TV? You know, so it was more of something that I took like, you know, it, it can never happen. I'm stuck here. Yeah, but it grew on you. Yeah. 
But the only time where I became aware was when I first met the, the first trans man here in Bloemfontein, which was Tom Plopper. Um, that mm. guy was the one that was able to teach me a lot that I didn't know about. And it was by chance mm. because I found his uh, stuff on Facebook. But yeah, it was by chance. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Junior? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, when growing up, seriously, like, there was no information about LGBT at all. Because, like, uh, mm. we, were, we were left there uh, to just figure out ourselves. Because even in the, the life orientation uh, subjects where, like, they have to teach about gender, they will only mm. refer to male and female, only that, and leave other gender mm. aspects aside. And then when you go to, to, to the religious part, we'll be told to condemn. That condemn this and this and this and this. And only mm. recognize male and female. Only that. Mm. Mm. Uh, while, while growing up, do you also have someone that you look up to in your like, sexuality or your gender identity? Mm, nope. Uh, when growing up, there was no one that I was looking mm. up to. Like It was just me and myself and trying to figure out like what's going up, what's going on with me. Mm, mm, yeah. I guess it becomes confusing when you just don't have point of reference. Like you just can't reference anything from anywhere. You can't say, okay, this is what I'm 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 mostly uh relate relating with. Yeah. Um I think I think another thing is that like especially in the rural areas we me and Junior last year we had this other um what is that? It was a seminar, uh, yeah, an LGBTQ seminar. seminar. Yeah. So hearing the stories from most of the LGBTQ people from the rural areas, most of them don't really have information about you know themselves, and it becomes hard. We find some of them are actually trans men or trans women, but mm-hmm. they would rather identify with you know being gay or being lesbian because that is or being lesbian, yes, yeah, yes. because that is what's available to them. Mm-hmm. But when they get information, because we're speaking to this other um, uh, another tra- other trans man, um, before then he didn't. Mm-hmm. realized what his, his gender identity was but then we spoke he was like okay i'm interested to find out what exactly is this whole you know trans um, man thing then we were like okay this is what happens and this is this is this is this. Yeah. he was like you know what i think this is actually me because i mm-hmm. I, I just didn't know how to identify myself and mm-hmm. i didn't have anyone that i can look up to everyone that i see or people that is being shown like things that are point of reference it's 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 either it's gay or it's lesbian and there's no other information around what are the other stuff that are that are um that are there or other sexual sexuality or gender identity that are available or that are there and again um reference to uh, uh like people getting enough information i feel like mm-hmm. it also um is about how open people are the openness is not really mm. easy for uh for us the lgbtq plus community because okay. uh you're facing uh stuff like rejection from the uh, society and also even brutalities mm. that lead to your life in danger so i feel like mm. in the issues that we do not have so much information people are trying to protect themselves really uh, mm. especially trans men that will not really expose who they are or even talk about their journeys because of they don't want to fall part 
of what is happening currently, the reactions against uh, trans people and all. This is this is really interesting. So we, we, you're diving into now representation, right? We're trying to find out because the the main um, representation that we can actually say that okay, this is where we draw representation. I mean, we draw inspiration. We draw um, a lot of stuff. It's media. Like media builds us, and every time, yes. every day, mm. media is just there. So it builds our character. It gives us information. Mm-hmm. Everything. So I'm really glad that we have Mondi. Uh, Mondi here is um, Mondi here is a media personality, and I think you would be better match to explore this um, with with us about how the media has been portraying us, and is it enough so far? And what can we do to actually ensure that mm. um, information is 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 it's taken out? I think mm. I, I don't remember which year it was. Uh, the first gay scene was on generations uh yes, people yes. were furious yeah. people were yeah. furious it... yeah <gasps> catch all the tea after the break are you wondering how i made this podcast episode do you want to start a podcast? Well, let me plug you real quick. I guess you haven't heard about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain to you. It's free. Yeah, you had that right. It's free. There is a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Look, <laughs> yo, what a throwback. That was, I remember I was so young then when it happened. Yo, yo. I mean, which year was that? Which year was that? Yo, it, it was so early. It was like, yo, it was the old generation before Legacy. Yes, definitely. Yo, yo, yo. I think, um, yo. Yeah, continue. Yeah, I. You know what? I. I. This is for me something that I'm so passionate yeah. about, and it's something that I am fighting for every day of my life. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's not easy because you know I'm. I'm. I'm a young upcoming creator. Mm. Yeah. Um. I now currently own a production company, mm. which is which has a queer queer mandate. Yeah. Wow. So great, great. That, that, you know, you know, that's what I'm trying to mm. do. And, but the the, mm-hmm. the 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 tough thing is that convincing people in the high yeah. positions to be able to mm-hmm. open up the way and start having these conversations. Mm. Yeah. It, that that becomes the challenging part. I mean, when you look at a show like uh, Disclosure, which came out on Netflix recently. I got to watch that and I got to see it and I got so emotional mm. but because I, 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 but it also allowed me to look at the comparison of the the the, the South African media industry yeah. and uh, the American wow. media, yeah the American media industry progressive in a sense that they've allowed stories to be told you know, mm. even though they've not been told in the most authentic way possible but they were able to allow stories to be told and in that way mm-hmm. created some kind of visibility and when mm. I look at South Africa and how far mm-hmm. we've come, South Africa is still 
not, it hasn't even hmm. still opened up to the gay characters, yeah. you know. Gay characters mm-hmm. are still are still the side the side character mm-hmm. and the supporting character, and they never mm-hmm. it never centered around them. So yeah, we're, we're still fighting so many of those issues. And I think for me, as a, as a young upcoming writer and a creator, and someone mm-hmm. who has started his own production company with a queer mandate, that's something that mm-hmm. I want to change and elevate. But the powers that be become very, very, very hesitant to be able to explore that. But I think mm. if, if, if we then start having conversations like this, we can open up that, that conversation. And I think what we can do is to start engaging mm. and being proactive and, and start saying, Stay and start encouraging each other. I think one thing I've I've loved doing is that I've connected my community. I will call like you know my trans mm. friends and I will call them together and I'll be like, hey, listen, I will take you through an acting lesson. I will put you through yeah. these programs. I will put you through these things so that you can mm. you too can empower yourself. And one thing that I've also seen is that in in me being in the media industry, I also want to make sure that in me being in the forefront as a gay man, that I don't mm-hmm. silence the trans women that are fighting and the trans men that are fighting. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, that's one thing that I want to also make sure. And it's like, I want to empower them by employing them as well under my production mm-hmm. company and making mm. sure that when these stories are told, that they're mm-hmm. also in the front line. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. That was really powerful. I don't think there's anything else to say. Rather than, um <laughs> We, we we can say that um, who can tell our story best more than we can. I mean, he he spoke about something like South Africa has not casted any gay people. Like it it has uh, maybe mm. then there as supporting like he said. But who can mm. tell our stories as much as we can? We do mm. exist and we must be visible in these platforms like he is right now. And mm. we need to tell our stories. They need to know that we exist. Um, what we learn from Disclosure Game um, is, yes, it did, it did uh, kind of like um, tell the stories. But mm. again, uh, I, I will come from a different point on how the stories were told. Yes. Um, I didn't really like how it affected... Um, I feel like it's the root of all the violences that we see against, uh, like mm. today, that the violences that we see today, that's mm. the root of uh, everything that is happening right now. Because like, if you think about it, uh, we see people that are raping, literally raping trans men. And they, on that movie, Boys Don't Cry, we see it happening. Yes. So, yes. so you are mm. building an image for someone. You are painting a picture to society of how to react towards these people. Maybe mm. a different narrative will help. You know, like when mm. you look around, it, it yes. shows, it makes you learn about where did it come from? Like, why is it like this today? So I really love mm. what, I'm not going to add too much, but yeah, that's where I would stand. Yeah, mm. I love mm. that. I love that. Mm. Mm. Junior? Mm. Um, I'm speechless. I really don't know what to say. <laughs> Seriously, like, because I said, covered it all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 just, I'll just ask you guys, like, when the first gay scene that happened on Generations um, that year, I don't remember which year it was, how yeah. did you feel? Wait, who were you with? Were you with your family? Like, how, how, how did you feel about I was with my family. Yeah, I was with my family. Definitely. I, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, what? one thing about black people, we're so mm. close-knit. We watch TV together. We eat together. Yes. You know, we're very communal it's, it's in our experience. Yeah. <laughs> so, we, I, I, remember, I, I remember fondly, I was watching it with my family. 
And yeah. we, you know, there was a lot of eyes looking around, you know, to see how yeah. we all would react. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember feeling like, oh my gosh, wow, there is there is somebody out there who feels the way that I feel inside. Yeah. I explain it at the time, you know. So I, I understood. I think then that's what made me really understand the power of media. That's when I was like, okay, yeah. media really can serve a purpose to 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 elevate a community. It can serve a purpose yeah. to 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 share stories and to transcend. And I think for me. Mm. Um, my journey is is yet beginning, but I'm 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 I'm, I'm excited to see how it's going to turn out. In a sense that I will mm-hmm. be able to empower those that never were given a platform before. So yeah. I, I'm very very excited to see. I think for me to be able, the South African media industry is is growing, mm-hmm. and I think it's it's starting to feel more pressure because of 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 the of the the streaming platforms that are coming in. Mm. Because they're now spreading the audience a bit wider and they're allowing yeah. African content to be seen mm. by the world. So it is yeah. it's time. It is it's time that we told trans <laughs> stories of trans experiences and we yeah. gave them the, the ability to be able to be in these rooms to have the conversations. Yes. So I, I, I definitely propagate that and that's something that I, 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 I'm forefronting and I, I and I hope that people will be able to see that. Well, uh, I have to say, all like when I was listening uh, <laughs> to what he was saying, I was like going like, okay, that's my experience. That's my experience because like, <laughs> I don't, you, you're I relating. Was... I can hear you. You are relating. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you are. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was watching it, I was with my family. It was a family time. Mm. My dad was a priest at that time, so it was an Mine awkward. Too. Moment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it was more of, um, you know that he's mm. passed, past, no comment, uh, and it was not really like uh, something that they were into it that much because they they were condemning it rather than like giving uh. life to something new, being like, okay, this is new, but let's mm. learn. It was not uh. more like that. they were just more condemning it, and it was just an awkward moment for me knowing that okay, I'm trans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was more like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Ooh. That that was really... <laughs> oh, like uh, the first episode that I saw, like with the family. Oh, mm. it something else. Cause like seriously, when that um that part came in or pops to the screen, like yeah, they, actually, like, I think they keyed on the first scene. Is the, they the they did. Yeah, it was the last. And I remember very well the last thing, and then they kissed, and then the the show ended. And <laughs> yes, and then everybody like they were quite in the old looking. <laughs> and and, like, and hey, the, the deep thing have, is that you have to say something. <laughs> yeah, literally. And you know, and social media was not even around at that time. Oh my so gosh. people people the next yeah. day were talking about it on the streets, you know, it was like taxi everywhere. everywhere. You know, it was and like a wow, like who. <laughs> We've come a long way. I will tell you this in media, we have come a long way, mm. but we also still have a long way to go. Way to go. In the African context, you know, mm. there's so many battles. I mean, South Af- when you think about South Africa at large, it's still predominantly very conservative, yeah. um, very highly influenced by culture and religion. And I think when we start when we start infiltrating those spaces and allowing people to still be themselves within culture and within mm. religion, you know, um, mm-hmm. it, it really can allow us to grow and say there's nothing wrong with people of trans experience. 
experience. There's nothing wrong with mm. people that are gay, um, even yeah. if they identify themselves within religion and within culture. Mm-hmm. And I believe that in order for these things to happen, they have to grow and they have to develop yeah. so that they can mm-hmm. grow with its people. So it's, these are hard conversations. I won't lie. Like Even now mm-hmm. to this day, my parents are still warming up to the idea yeah. of me being gay. It's still a hard conversation. They're, they're hoping that they'll pray their way somehow. But, I, you know... I'm late. I'm late. I'm <laughs> sure, I'm sure it's, 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 it's that thing that, you know, if you, you go to them, like, you know what, I've changed. They'll be so excited. They'll be so oh. happy. Yes. Yeah. Well, you have changed. Oh, my God. When I get married to a woman, it's going to be amazing. Literally. I promise you. Literally. They just think, wow, hallelujah, we've been praying. And I'm like, you, you need to stop praying for me to be straight because it's not going exactly. to happen. Exactly. You know? That's what I told my grandmother. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I fought so many battles. And there's no way that I could go back on this thing now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. So, so the, this new um, Netflix new documentary, I had some of you guys talking about it, Disclosure. Um, I've watched it and I was, re- I related a lot with it. And I was like, yes, when I was watching, I was like, yes, yes. And emotional is some, um, some parts as well. Um, so we, went to, we just want to like, um, just to, 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 to explore, you know, what happened there. And maybe take it to a South African context as well, or an African mm. context. And mm. yeah, like, what do you guys think when you watched the, the this movie? I mean, this documentary disclosure. disclosure. Mm. I wa- I watched disclosure with my best friend, and we both sat there, and mm. you know, we started talking, and I was like, "Yo, it's this is so important and so mm. so so needed at the moment," you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even I sent the link and I shared it with like people in my life and people that are in my industry and I was like have a look at this you know have mm-hmm. an understanding have an understanding start opening your mind to the idea of what we're talking about when we talk about representation you know mm-hmm. that it's not that it's not just a, a person and, and as much as I, I come from an acting background and I'm someone who's an actor I understand what it's like to be an actor mm-hmm. but at the same time as a storyteller I understand my mm-hmm. power in that and say if I'm going to write a story, I must make sure that it represents these people and it represents it in the most authentic way possible. Mm. Um, my film, it also made me think about my film, Feminine Lotus, which recently com- came out, which was yes. about a trans, trans woman. Mm. Um, and I, and I, and I, it, there was a lot of teaching that happened in the, in the makings of that show, on that, of that mm. film. You know, mm. where, where conversations were had, and I, and I was constantly telling people that this is the th- these are people that, that that live in society, and these are the experiences, and this is what they have to mm. do. And it's it's very important for us to ensure that we do it in the most authentic way possible. Um, mm. And that becomes hard for people that have never been opened to it, especially in the African context. And mm. I always say to them, it's like open your mind and learn the things that you have been taught. You know, because mm-hmm. we were taught to yeah. fit into these constructs that told us that, that the only way we could survive into this heteronormative world is if we fit into it. Yeah. Mm. I think I want to hear Junior's voice, so I'm going to keep quiet. It is too quiet, Junior. Wow. <laughs> like, guys, uh, to be honest, né? like, mm-hmm. you guys, uh, it's like you're taking uh, the words out of my mouth. So that's yeah. like, uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not taking a lot. I'm just busy. If ever, like, you could, you could see me, like, you'll see, like, ah, I'm nodding my head left, right, and center, like. <laughs> like oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's that's really good. That's really good. Yeah, it's it's good if we all enjoy the conversation. What was that I was taking out? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so with me, I, I feel like uh, Mondi. Mondi is taking everything, guys. <laughs> I feel like you, you, you need to understand. Mondi is in is in this industry, so he knows it much better. Yeah. I, I believe that oh, he's yeah, a, lot right of right. he's a lot of lies. Yeah, uh, it's like you, you run out of things to say. Well. Like, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> 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 Just knowing it's more being around, you're just gonna know all the time <laughs> without having anything to say. But yeah, yeah I feel like what is important that we I have learned is mm. really, really, really we are taking control. We are mm. moving on. We we might have not been in the Marshall P state there. We have moved mm. on where we used to be, right? And yeah. we see even the documentary was it written by Lavin. I'm not sure. Yes, yes, yes. He was the, she was the yeah. she executive producer. Yes. Is it? I didn't yes. know about that. Because it, yes. I found that yes. great because like, it shows that mm. even this might feel like silent moves, but the next generation is going to live in a much better world than we did. And mm. we, mm. and we are visible and we are going to be heard as time goes mm. on. So I'm really yeah. happy being there. I never thought at one point that I would be able to watch such documentary in my entire lifetime whereby I wow. got, uh, our own people telling our own stories and experiences mm. and see them being someone being successful you never think that of yourself especially if you're queer and then you don't know yourself you are not being accepted it's like it's not an easy thing as another person will think oh i'm gonna be like this i'm gonna be like this you, you don't just easy mm. because you're not really seeing your realities anywhere so yeah, mm. I felt like it was a great experience for me too. Um, I, wow. I also like the I also love the fact that um on the on the documentary there was also trans men represented on, yes. on, on there. And we don't mm. you know, I love the fact that they even mentioned that we don't see enough of it. And yeah. I, was yes. like, I was like, yes, that's so true. We don't see enough of it. Yeah. We we just mm. automatically just let it, you know, we we don't see enough visibility created with that. I think we need more of that. We definitely yeah. do. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Mm. I agree. Mm. Mm. So so how do you think we can change the narrative of the LGBTQI plus in media, especially in our country? Now let's come to our country. I think in our country it's also hard as well to find, you know. Actually, we have not find maybe a, 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 a trans man or a trans woman playing that role. Yes. So yes. how now can we change that narrative? Because I feel like it's, it's powerful. As I've explained mm. on, the, on the series. Uh, mm. I think, do, yes. Yeah. Mm, you can speak. I, no, I just I wanted to say that like, I really think that we need to be proactive Mm. And I think a lot of the times we, uh, the more, the more conversations we have, the better, mm. but at the same time, I've also tried as much as I can as somebody who is in the industry to mm. be more proactive and to try mm. and engage. So whenever I can call up a trans person, I have, I have a lot of, I have a lot of connections within my community. Yeah. So whenever I find out about certain projects that are being made, I'm like, please contact this person. Please speak to this person. Mm. You know, please, yeah. please, you know. And I realize this, uh, we're very connected more than we realize. Yeah, actually. Within, within the media industry, we're in mm. many facets within the media industry, you know. You'll mm. find that my friend, my friend works for a particular mm. um, radio station. So when we yeah. come together, 
to mm. create that visibility within those spaces mm. that is how we can really start to make this change be seen mm. and be visible and and that for me is important and significant so let's use one another and, mm. and work with each other to to really create a better and a, a more visible um society within our yeah. within, within the community mm. Wow. Mm. <laughs> wow 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 <laughs> <laughs> And then you expect to say something after that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just so passionate. I'm just so passionate about it. We, we can't even tell. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm not having a problem with it. It's really great. It's really great. I don't have a problem with it. Um, really, I feel like um, we need to, to paint a different picture right um we have media and we know media has power these days i mean yes. the uh, so like i feel like what uh, mondi said uh, previously about us like taking over like let there be trans roles let there be um educational stuff that we do ourselves i feel like that can help change where we are right now mm. yeah mm. Yeah, and and you know what? It also what 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 really happens is that we need to not only. I think sometimes people think about media in ju- just as television. Yeah, you know, don't don't yeah. think of media just as television. Think about mm-hmm. media as the radio shows that you listen mm. to. You know oh. those. You remember oh. those little small stories that mm-hmm. are, that are, uh, that we hear on like a Tobela FM or a or a or yeah. like, You know, when you hear those yeah. those are very important, significant stories, we need to make mm. sure that we infiltrate those spaces <laughs> in terms of media because that is yeah. how we can start spreading like a spider web and reaching the people that we need to reach mm. yeah yeah yeah, mm. yeah Tunia, what Plus? what would you like to change what would you like to change in the media but uh, the thing that i'd like it to be changed like it's like mm. the way they portray us the way they portray us like let them like use the people whom are in the compartment let's mm. uh, they should stop using like outsourcing people <clears throat> Yeah, mm, they like start yeah. using the people in the compartment because they yeah. are the ones who can portray us well, and they are mm. the ones who know what we are going mm. through a lot. Because mm. yeah. like you can't you can't expect someone who's homophobic out there to come and play the role and, and portray and play it the well. Role. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Because like uh, the the way that they the way that they, they portray it um in media like it makes um our parents here at home to kind of like say like you see. That's how you guys do things. That's how yeah. you guys do it. Or you, you, uh, you kind of like, like to, exaggerate, mm. to exaggerate things. Whereas like we yes. don't usually exaggerate. Yes. It's just that the people who are playing the parts are the ones who are exaggerating since they're not mm-hmm. in the compartment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. And, and look, I, I also think it's partly the responsibility also lies within the writers as well to also yeah. ensure that like mm-hmm. the way in which that um, the message is being relayed, that it's also important in that, mm-hmm. in that regard. Uh-huh. And that it, it, it has the true essence of it and it, it's able to translate to people mm. wow mm. i think mm. i think one thing i also took from disclosure is mm. the the trans roles um another yeah. trans lady was saying that the fact that you see um someone else playing a trans role who is not yeah. really trans um mm. or a gay feminine gay role let me just give an example because I, I don't remember quite that role was but mm. this guy yes his gender but he was playing uh, a feminine or transgender role well, and remember, it, mm. it, it remember paints that. out 
a wrong image because now he's going to become a real person. Like he's going to leave set, right? And people are yes, going to meet he's him going as to a real person. person. Yeah. So yes. when people meet him as a real person, they're like, okay, mm. now we're not sure whether it really exists because what we saw on TV is not the same mm. as what we see in real life. Yeah. So which really, yes. which really uh, adds up to uh, the things that are happening in America with uh, uh, people using the bathrooms. They say, they just say that uh, trans women are just women in wigs. And you won't mm. blame me if you think about it now when you talk about uh, that guy who's a cis person uh, portraying a trans woman. Why wouldn't mm. they think that if in real life they can meet that, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Because now you're going to see the person, like people who don't understand, they're going to see the person in real life and they say, mm. oh, okay, this person is a cis man or is masculine. But on that film or on that movie or on that series, they were portraying a certain role. Mm. So it becomes mm. hard for actually people to understand and, and, and follow yes. what you are yes. trying to put out. The, the, it makes hard for people to follow your message and what you're mm. trying to and- say. Mm. And I also think that, you know, as because also acting is an art form, I mm. think that, that the debate often comes from, you know, it's acting and it should be this. And, and you know, mm. and I also think, you know, we, we need to start giving, we need to start opening up in terms of schooling as well, in terms yeah, of allowing people, yeah. you know, once you've, you've identified with yeah. yourself and you go and you study the art form of acting as mm. a trans person, mm. that then empowers you as well, you know, yeah. because now you... You, you went to university and you have the art form and you've mastered it and you're able to apply yourself in that way because, mm. you know, as much as you, 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 this is your lived experience, you also want to be, play, be able to play many different types of wow. roles wow. within the trans experience, you know, mm. because it's the, yeah. the, the, the trans experience is not only just linear, mm-hmm. there's many facets of it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, that, that's, that's, so, that's really powerful. Yeah. Um, so, so let's move away from that. I think we 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 were like in it. I feel like yeah. this could just be a whole <laughs> topic on its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah it can be a, t- a whole topic on its own. Let Let's discuss heteronormativity in the LGBTQ community. Well, heteronormativity is the belief that heterosexuality predicted on the gender binary is. Is, is the norm or default sexual orientation. It assumes that sexual and marital relations are most fitting between people of, of opposite sex. So how would you guys explain, um, I mean, this, I mean, yeah, explain heteronormativity in, mm-hmm. um, in, 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 in the LGBTQ community. Do we affirm to it? Should we actually affirm to heteronormativity? What must happen? Because now people are confused. As a gay man, um, there, there's like issues. I, I don't know. With no, okay, yeah. I probably know some because I probably was there at mm. some point. So with gays, you find that um, when if you're feminine, you know, your you, you, yes. gender expression is feminine. You find that uh, the other one whose gender expression is masculine. You are supposed to be the woman, right? You're supposed to be the the wife, sort of, mm. and Yena is the husband. So do you think that is, it, it, because <clears throat> it's something that we take from the norm, the norm like, yes, in from, the, from the heteronormative Yeah, the, the, the heteronormative world. So, do you mm. think, how can you go around that? How, how do we... It's so difficult. I will mm. start by saying, like, it's so difficult because everything around you that you are exposed to is mm. heteronormative. Mm. And, 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 and we are trying to break those constructs and move away from mm. that, mm. Which, which requires a lot of unlearning. Mm. You know? Because when you, 
when we were growing up, you were told this is this and this is that and this is that. And when you went to the toilet, you saw that little man at the top and that little woman with the mm. skirt at the top. And these yeah, were yeah. the images that you were constantly exposed to, and it was your everyday concern. And to, and it becomes uneasy to try and unlearn that. But mm. I think it's 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 very important to define your own type of queerness. Yeah, that is the only way you can move away from that heteronormativity because you can be a, a queer person that wants to get married but doesn't necessarily want to affirm to the gender roles. Mm. So you know, so those are the different types of things you can make. Your I think as queer people, we we have that freedom to define it for ourselves. Mm. You know, we have that freedom to be able to 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 form a new path for ourselves, to form a new jargon that mm-hmm. we can say this is how whatever because society is always trying to put us in boxes yeah. Yeah. it's always trying to define us it's always trying you have to be this in order for you to make sense into what we in the system we've created mm-hmm. so the only way that you can do that is if you ensure that you don't you you, you don't try to fit into those constructs you define it yeah. for yourself whether that be that you want to be you want to be married or mm-hmm. you want to you want to embody a, 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 a more um, a feminine a, a gender expression or, or a more masculine gender expression and that yeah. works for you it can work for you mm-hmm. you know it's just a matter of of saying this is what i am mm-hmm. and i define it for myself and mm-hmm. i'm sticking with it yeah, uh, I just have to say I agree this time because I don't no. feel like nothing that I can add on this. I mean, he, he like he mentioned very powerful points that I don't think they uh. need to out bolden or something like that. And I feel like I agree with everything that he said about um, uh. thing. Well, well, do you think as a, as a, as as probably someone who identifies as trans men, um, mm. do you think they have privilege they have male privilege when they have transitioned because i think that is one of the conversations that people have been having lately that as a trans man um do you now inherit um the privileges of cis ha- cis had men or male mm. well that's a, that's the first question <laughs> where do you get the privileges i mean you leave um being um a trans man mm. you are constantly yes reminded of who you were you understand mm. you are you are the one who is uh taking bold of yourself and saying that okay this is who i am now but in in society so they will always regard you as the person that you were always you understand okay. but especially how people you who choose, knew you before yeah how mm. you choose to to be like let's say it's i really think that it's really up to you and your partner i don't think that uh, i would love to take the male privileges and be like you cook you do this you do that yeah i don't think i would do that for my partner i feel like um i'll just let it be the way that we want to it to be mm. regardless of the gender norms that have been there so i don't think that i'm really kind of like enlightened in that sense mm. Mm. yeah mm. juju hello like ah, oh, seriously, uh, I don't have I don't have anything to say. Like <laughs> you guys have said it all. Like seriously, like mm. all that has to be said. Okay. Like, uh, even as for me, like um, I've got that thing. I usually tell people a lot because um, uh, last year I was dating this other guy, mm. and I was staying with him in the room uh on campus. So people used to ask more. Ah, why do you guys, when you, you go into laundry, you do laundry together? Why don't you, Junior, because you are you're feminine, why don't you do laundry alone? And mm. I used to tell them, like, no, guys. Like, what, uh, uh, who we are, it's not like we've 
we've transformed or we've moved from mm-hmm. our sexualities. Yes, mm-hmm. like I'm feminine. That doesn't mean that like I'm hetero, mm, hetero female, meaning that I have to do laundry mm. for my men. I have to do everything for my men. Like yeah. what we what we guys have agreed on doing is that like we share the duties. Mm. We help yeah. each other. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's 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 something that has been happening. Um, uh, when we look at in our community, um, there's a whole feminine and masculine thing going on, especially in the gay community. Uh, there's an app, um, that you know, gay people can find each other, or we can call it hookup. Um, in that app, it's quite problematic because you'd find pe- some people writing no fam. Um, no fat, such things. So, 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 what do you guys think about that? I, I, I think maybe I don't know. What do you guys, if you have seen such things, what do you think about people discriminating feminine people in the gay context? Like there are feminine, there are feminine gay people, and 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 there is a whole lot of discrimination that comes with being feminine in the whole gay community. So, what do you, why, why how, like, what's your thoughts around that? Um, I have no idea. I have to say, <laughs> so I have to uh, that I can actually say something. Say so. Mm, mm. Uh, okay. Um, as for me, like um, I've kind of like um uh, came across such, mm. and when I tend to do my research or do my homework, I find that that like most of the people who tend to, to write those things or to say like you no know, femmes, not, not are like feminine people, ne? Mm. There are people who most of them are still in the closet. Mm-hmm. And I still in the way of finding themselves or or to find the best way. Ooh, for the spirit of Pride Month to so all the mm-hmm. LGBTQI plus 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 community listening mm-hmm. out there. Um, you know, there's a lot of issues internally that we need to deal with before yes. we fight the the, the mm. bigger system because now if you can check the bigger system yes is being fought but at the end of the day it's still a certain group of queers queer people that are being you know sort of i don't want to say accepted but sort of mainstream mm. you know mm. so it becomes a problem what we need to do as queer people and this is to everybody listening out there mm. we need to start dealing with our internal issues first internal issues be it that this um there's internalized homophobia, internalized mm. transphobia. You know what I mean? How mm. do we say that we want us, we want acceptance, we want visibility, we want to be out, they want to be mainstreamed, whereas mm. we don't want certain queer, queer individuals, certain queer identities not to be mainstreamed as well. You know what I mean? Mm. The likes mm. of queer men, the queer women, uh, uh, trans women, trans men, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yes, I, I, yeah, I was listening to the conversation a bit there. I did get the part on on the whole femme mm. and um, 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 butch thing, and mm. I think you know what, um, I people, I think sometimes people hide under the the idea of the fact that mm. it's a preference because it enforces their their toxic um toxic um what do they call internal mm. homophobia. 
Yes, it enforces toxic internal homophobia. Sometimes when you are, when you are, and, 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 I, and I love what uh, thing you said there, that um, sometimes when you are still on a journey of self-discovery, there's so many things that you're going mm. through. So you're trying to find the slightest possible way to say, I identify with this more than I identify with this, but how do mm. I say that I identify? So it's, it's, while you're trying to figure yourself out, I also, co- I also think that kind of come up with certain jargon that can be able to articulate how a person feels about the, a particular attraction. Sometimes mm. I feel like people do hide do hide behind those 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 notions and those words um and they hide their internal homophobia and it can be quite a, a dangerous thing to do mm-hmm. 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 yeah mm-hmm. so so i think what you're saying are you for people that say okay mm-hmm. I, I just prefer do you think it's, it's, it's a good yeah. thing to actually put it out there and write it on that app and say that um no fam no what 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 no what what even though you prefer a certain because obviously I, I believe that everyone has a preference but I think my, so my th- fact th- is do you have to put it out there mm. like that um um you know what i think i think people are entitled to their mm. own mm. own way of expression mm. because you know it's like it's like trying to say to someone oh no you can't <laughs> say you like what you like you know because the moment you say that to somebody you just make them angry mm-hmm. and they feel like oh you're not understanding them and you're not yeah. up to who mm-hmm. they are the problem only lies when they try to enforce that on other people yeah. mm-hmm. you can say yeah. that that's your preference yeah. but don't enforce that on other people don't totally say that oh no um just because you're masculine you're better or mm-hmm. or no just because you know i don't like feminine people don't, that that's when it becomes problematic mm. when you use it to 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 push a certain political uh, notion or a political statement then that, that that's where the problem lies in uh-huh. don't use it to push a very 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 violent uh, notion that 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 can be very harmful yeah mm. yeah mm. Mm. so so what are other issues that exist in the lgbtqi plus community and how do we tackle them what are other issues that you guys um, witnessed or have have identified in the LGBTQI plus community. I, I think it's you know I you know we have I think it's a division. Yeah. Mm. You it's know right. it's a division. I feel like there's so much divi- like I just think yeah just because we have these categories mm. and we, I mean we have these different identities within mm. us mm. we shouldn't we shouldn't allow for division to happen mm. like mm. I think I think I'm always fighting for the division I think I I also understand partly it's because we all experience different traumas yeah. mm. from our our, our our different types of upbringings yeah. but let us not be divided yeah. I think when we try to say oh no just because I'm trans I'm fighting for my just trans life mm. and you're gay you you you, you can't you can't fight whatever. Mm. Yeah, you, you know, and it's like, let's not divide ourselves. Let's understand that we are a marginal, a marginal community yeah. mm. and we, 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 we are fighting to be heard and to be seen. And that should be, that should be our common goal. And, and it, although our differences differ, mm. I mean, our, our experiences are, are different. Mm. We should fight for, for, for a common goal. Yes. And that is, that is, that is to, to be visible and to be seen and to be heard and to know that we, we exist and we matter, you know? Mm. So let's move away from the division. I think that's one thing that I've noticed that has really kind of, that can hinder us from actually getting to know each other and love each other and be one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Edwin? Mm-hmm. More or less, uh, that's exactly, you had me saying exactly. <laughs> so like, mm. I think, um, <laughs> I feel like the division is playing a huge role in um, Mm. divide and conquer rule. So like it's really playing a role in us not uh, being able to pass through a smooth path because uh, we are having hate amongst us. So like I feel like we need to 
know that we are one. For as much as society, we are a very small proportion of society. I mean, it's hard mm-hmm. to find uh, a gay person, like a lot of uh, a high population of gay people in any space. So dividing ourselves within ourselves and hating our, ourselves as a community, it's not really a good thing to be looking forward to, especially if you mm. need a home that is for us and that is embracing us. So I feel like, yeah, he has mentioned mm, totally. a lot of things that yeah is your problem and besides also information asymmetries um i mean like there's lack of information i feel like uh when he mentioned that he was the only he was the superhero gay and Mm. was the uh, he was coming from a rural area i know the struggle i know how it's like to be coming out of a place that uh, has no experiences of search and they don't know search it's more like you are living your imagination really and mm. you have nowhere to look up to it's like you you are against who you are most of the time you have to learn how to not be who you are in a space whereby you could have possibly known that there is someone like you living the same experiences like you to help you go on you know mm. yeah mm. Mm. Juju. Oh, like uh, i i there's nothing I can say, like, because um, it's all um, uh, uh, revolves around uh, division. Mm. Like, in, um, in, a, in a rural context, what do you think are the issues? Since you're based in the rural area, what, what, what is the issues that we still, you think that we still have that can, 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 can be, should be actually tackled? Like, uh, it's the issue of, uh, of information because, like, uh, mm. people in the rural areas lack information. Yes, mm. there are some who are ignorant, but there are some who, like, seriously, they don't have information at all. Mm. Yes. Yes. Because, like, yes. you, can't, you can't expect someone who, like, who grew up in, with, like, uh, during the era of, the er- their era of growing up, there was no, that, like, people of, um, of LGBT community, like, they were not allowed to express themselves. So mm. the person grew up knowing more like, okay, there's no such. And mm. then today, they come across you or they bump up onto you. Do you like, you can't ac- uh, accept that person to, to kind of like accept so easy. You first have to, to put some info into that person so that that person will tend to know or tend to learn that, no, this thing really exists and it's mm. here within us. So we have to live with it. Mm. 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 Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. It makes sense, guys. It has been a very nice conversation. I it can just go on and go on and go on and go on, but time is not on our side. But anyways, mm. what would your last words be to you know people listening, allies, LGBTQI plus community members, everyone who's just listening? What would your last message be to them? You are not alone. Mm. You matter. Mm. But sometimes when you look around, you might feel like you're alone and you mm-hmm. there's nobody out there who's like you. But I mm. want to encourage you to know that you are not alone and there are many of us out there. Um, mm. Just because we're not there with you physically, we exist and you exist and you matter. Mm. Yeah, well, that's, that's my message. Well, nice. I don't have much of a message. I would like to thank you um, for... Uh, making this possible and for giving us this platform to be able to share our experiences and I'm hoping that um, whoever is listening they got something educational and that has done something to them Um, Mm. that's all I have to say I think
Thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, as for me, like, uh, I can just say that, uh, guys, more special LGBTI members out there, just know that you're not alone. Mm. And one of the good days, one of the good days will win this battle. One of the good days, you won't have to come out of that, uh, of that box called closet. Mm. They will just accept you the way you are. And one mm, of the yes. good days, all, the, all this hatred and discrimination will be over. Just mm. hearing there for one of the good days, this battle will, will be over and will win. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, thank you so much, everyone. Um, I asked you guys, and you honored my invitation. You, you, you got ready, and like that means a lot for me and my listeners. Thank you so much. No, no, no. Oh, well done. This is a really oh, incredible welcome, and yeah. important platform. Well done. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Well done. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> And this is all we have for today. Stay tuned for more of the Evolved Talk.